Welcome to Teaching Kindness, the Bullies Be Gone podcast. Every day, we see a battle of hate versus kindness. Bullies choose hate. But guess what, guys? Kindness always wins. Here at BBG, we dive into everything from overcoming bullies to building resiliency in ourselves. So come on in and learn how to live in a world where kindness is king. I'm your host, Nate Webb, and let's get to it. What is up, everybody, and welcome back. It is great to be at BBG. Today on the show, we have Erica Valle, a motivational speaker who specifically helps women and young adults and teenagers overcome their shyness and accept their true selves. This is an awesome one. If you're struggling with self-esteem, self-worth, you're definitely going to want to listen to this one. But first, got to pay the bills. All right, everybody. Well, let's dive right in. Super excited for today's episode. We have with us today Erica Valle, a motivational speaker and coach who helps teenagers and young adults learn how to overcome shyness, social awkwardness, um, and just life in general. Um, she helps people gain their confidence and get out of their shells. So welcome, welcome, Erica. Thanks for coming on. Hi, thank you. I'm excited to be on here today. So thank you for inviting me to be on Always. your show. Always. So first off, how the heck are you? Where are you coming at us from? I'm doing great, actually. Um, I'm from Dallas, Texas. So down south. Yeah. Gotcha. Texas. Is it still hot over there? Is it cooling off? It's finally cooling off. We've had more fall like weather the past couple weeks, I want to say. So it's been nice. Yeah. Today's a little warmer, but it's good. Texas, man. So a lot of you guys listening don't know this, but I used to sell pest control over in Oklahoma for like wow. six years. Um, and so we passed through Texas a lot. And guys, it is so fetching hot in Texas during the <laughs> summer. So really kudos is. to you for living there. But man, so excited <laughs> to have you. So um, tell, can you explain for listeners here, what exactly is it? What, what do you do? What do I do? That's yeah, like we, we see all that we see that you're a coach and all this stuff, but like, what does that mean? <laughs> what do you do? Right, of course. Uh, so I am co- on the coaching side, it's more so like life coaching. So what I do is I help my clients work through whatever emotional or spiritual or mental blocks they might be having that is keeping them from being able to show up as their full self. Mm. And a lot of times it has to do with our own negative beliefs about ourselves that Mm. our, that is rooted, rooted in our own subconscious. And I, I guess a little bit on what your subconscious mind is, is it's the part of our mind that is developed from the time we are zero to seven. That's when it's mainly developed. And during that time, our, mind kind of works as it it, it, like a sponge and like whatever goes on in our environment it kind of picks up and it forms beliefs around them even Mm. if it's not true and so Mm -hmm. a lot of the time this is where a lot of our negative beliefs can be formed is within that subconscious so I really help people learn how to let go of those you know subconscious negative beliefs in order to help redefine their truth and what I believe your truth is is just like that pure essence of your being and who you are to your core Mm -hmm. and who you really believe you are deep down, but you're too afraid to show on the outside. Um, So 
it's really just helping people work through that so that they can show up as that self that they're too afraid to show for whatever reason. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like chills. Woo, man. So <laughs> something like, so when I talk to kids, like my whole platform, you know, it's based on, you know, helping kids who get bullied and stuff. And mm-hmm. a lot of things I talk to people about is like, you got to figure out who you are. And a lot yeah. of the stuff that you do, like you help people get over the, the false things that people have been feeding them their whole lives that, you know, that's yeah. that they've been developing. So what inspired your mission? What's the story there? How did you be, get into this? Right. <laughs> so it's honestly kind of like my own life's path in a way. I grew up being super shy myself and honestly, I'm basically hating myself for the majority of my life. Yeah, I, especially more so in middle school and high school years. I was very insecure in myself and just did not have a good self-esteem. Mm. And so I remember, you know, I was very uncomfortable in my body and I didn't like the way I looked. I would constantly compare myself to my peers and my friends and mm. would always wish to be like them. Like I I remember having this one friend in middle school who was my best friend at the time. And I remember I'd always see her coming off as such a like fun person that almost everybody wanted to be friends with. And like, she was able to make friends super easily. And like people always laughed at things she said, and she seemed Mm -hmm. to always know the right things to say. Mm -hmm. And I, I would see that and just like, wish like, wow, like I wish I could just be like her, be more like her and that I would know how to like, talk to people in that way or to be able to make more friends because I struggled to make friends with being so shy and being so you know put in that box is what I feel like when I think back to it I felt like I was kind of like inside of a box that Mm -hmm. I didn't feel that I could truly step out of because I kind of felt like people were putting me there Mm. and I I thought that you know I even I had this belief in high school that people didn't like me even if they didn't know me and yeah I remember feeling like super uncomfortable in you know certain classes that I didn't really know a lot of people and would just feel like they were constantly like judging me or I didn't feel like I could be like open with them or talk to them because they would reject me and and I never understood why any of this was and I struggled of also with like loving myself at that time. And I didn't really even feel like I really knew about self-love or like the importance of it at the time either. And I didn't understand where all of this came from until I was in college, actually. Okay. I went through, yes, I went through a very like transformative time in during the summer after my junior year of college. And I went through kind of like a traumatic experience earlier that year. And I was struggling with it myself. And I finally told my parents what happened, like, or my mom really, um, about what was going on. And I told her, like, I just feel like I need help. Like, I, I knew I couldn't do it on, by myself anymore. Like, my mind had gone to a point where I felt like I couldn't control it. And I would have, like, this constant headache um, on the left side of my head. And it was just a very difficult time in my life. And... Um, So I finally told my mom and we came to the decision that it would be best if I sought out a counselor or a psychologist. So I went um, 
I feel like maybe the next week after I told my mom and I started seeing a therapist um, at an office nearby where I live. And it was during that summer that I ended up going through a lot of inner work and understanding why I was feeling the way I was feeling. Mm -hmm. The reason why I went to therapy was due to that, to a traumatic experience, like I said, but it wasn't the underlying issue that was actually, I believe the root cause of Mm. everything that had happened up until that point. So that traumatic event was kind of a blessing in disguise because it got therapy so you could realize some stuff. Yes, exactly. And so what I, what I learned was that, well, it was kind of like the beginning of my like self-love journey and I learned how to love myself. Um, like that was like the main thing, but what I realized as to where my shyness came from and why I found it so hard to just be myself around other people was because of a, and different kind of like traumatic experience I had as a kid in elementary school. And, um, and I honestly believe this is the point where things kind of started shifting for me and why I started becoming so much more shy is because I can, I can vividly remember the experience. And so if I feel like if that belief is so like ingrained in my mind, you know, it must've, you know, caused a big shift in me. And I remember I was, I was in like a group project with two other kids in like third or fourth grade. And I remember they were like, say, they either said something or did like a kind of dance that was at the time you would think like a cool thing. And so I was trying to, you know, just feel like more as a part of the group with them and, you know, trying to fit in. And so I, I did what they did. You know, I tried to do exactly what they did. And I remember them just looking at me with like, disgust and just being like don't ever do that again and like laughing and you know it made me feel so terrible and what that was was rejection I experienced rejection in that moment Mm -hmm. and so something our subconscious mind does is when we experience a certain moment like that it can do some it can basically take it upon itself to make sure that that kind of that we don't feel that kind of feeling again. Right. And so our subconscious mind is that part of our mind that we don't directly control. Like it can function on its own without us being having to be conscious of it. And so I believe that that's the moment where my subconscious mind started making me shy over the next few years of my life right. because it kept me from being able to be myself because I, it didn't want me to experience that sense of rejection again. Dang. It, Yes, it was as if a, it was like a, it was protecting me in a way. And sometimes that is the way our subconscious mind right. works right. is to try and protect us, even though sometimes it's really not protecting us and actually no. keeping us from being more of ourselves. So that was a big realization I made during that time. And when I realized that, I was like, wow, like this event happened like 11 or so years ago and here I am as a 21 year old adult still struggling with the way I view myself still struggling to make friends and to feel like I can be myself around other people Mm -hmm. and at that moment I was honestly just tired of it and I was even kind of mad and I was like you know what I'm so done with this I'm so done being this shy girl who 
can't be herself around other people and who can't have the kind of relationships in her life that she wants, right? And I had always also had, you know, big goals for myself and saw myself at more as a leader and wanting to be more, seen more as a leader in whatever organizations I was involved in on campus or just in general. Like I wanted big things for myself, for my life. And I also recognized that I wouldn't be able to do that if I was still this, coming from this place of being shy and not, and not, um, what's the word? Confident in myself, yeah. and secure in myself. Right. So that's after that happened, when I went back to school that year for my senior year of college, I made it my intention to bring myself out of my shyness. And that's when I really started pushing myself to just talk to people because I would, in the past, I, I was never the kind of person who would start a conversation with someone, especially mm -hmm. if I didn't know them. Right. I was, I would usually be the one that would just wait and would only speak if I was spoken to mm -hmm. and stuff like conversations were usually short because I wouldn't know what to say after either. I was, I would overthink conversations and freak out about knowing how to respond when someone would start a conversation. I wouldn't know what to say. And so I started making it a point to try to start conversations as often as I could, no matter how uncomfortable it felt. Mm -hmm. I just knew like I needed to practice talking to people. Which and, is so true, by the way, everyone listening, mm -hmm. you need to practice interacting with other human beings. If you're not good at it, or if you feel like you're awkward at it, practice. Okay, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Um, yes. So I feel like I understood that. And I knew that, you know, it was going to be uncomfortable at first. But the more I did it, the easier it would become. And by the end of that year, I felt so much more confident in my ability to just talk to people and make friends. And I, I was even able to make three new friends to, at the, towards the end of that year as well, just because I made that commitment to myself to put myself out of my comfort zone and mm -hmm. to just do my best to be myself, no matter how scary it felt or uncomfortable I felt because it, it was uncomfortable and scary. I remember one time I, I, I was very, I was a bit, the church at my school was something I was a very big part of um, for me while I was in college. I don't know if that sentence made sense, um, but I was very involved with the Catholic community at my school. Gotcha. Yeah. And um, there was a retreat they hosted every year that I was consistently a part of. And since it was my senior year, I knew it would be my last time to be able to go. So I chose to go. And I remember the friends that I had made or the people I knew who had gone in the past few years were not going to go this time. And so I remember when I first learned that I wasn't really going to know anybody but one other person on this retreat, I was kind of scared to go anyways. And I even thought possibly about not going anywhere because I wasn't really going to know people. Right. But then I saw it as an opportunity to continue practicing meeting new people and making those conversations and being myself. So I went anyway, and I was able to make three new friends by the end of that weekend, just because I put myself out there. And no matter how uncomfortable it felt, I, I just pushed myself to talk to them and to just interact with them. And I, I'll tell you this, if you know, you don't, 
if you're working on that yourself and you're not comfortable in speaking with people and interacting with others, inside you're probably going to be freaking out as you're trying to do it because you're not used to it and your mind is trying to protect you again because it thinks like you're going to experience the same thing that you yeah. have, might have experienced in the past. And that's something I learned too, that just because I experienced that rejection in the past didn't mean I was going to experience that every single time I tried to talk to new people in the present. Oof. I really um, like that. Cause like, yeah, I feel like a lot of people they're held back by the past experiences thinking this mm -hmm. is going to happen if I put myself out there again. And they yeah. kind of deny themselves a lot of good opportunities because they're scared that something bad might happen again. Right. Mm -hmm. so, so, so you went from, from crippling fear of talking to people to, you know, making friends on the weekend and practicing talking to people. Mm -hmm. When did the transition go to, I'm going to help other people get there. Okay. So that happened. Let's see, because I was 2018 um, was when I went on that retreat and I was much more comfortable in myself. Um, it was about a year later that I mm. finally made that transition. And before this, I, I went to school for kinesiology because um, I thought I wanted to be a physical therapist. And um, along during the year between like the year right after I graduated, I had an externship at a sports performance gym. And then I thought I wanted to be a strength and conditioning coach. Um, even though I had these ideas deep down, I, I also knew that I, what I really wanted was to be able to start an online business. Mm. And at the time I thought I wanted to be an online fitness coach since I had, since fitness had been such a big part of my life. And, you know, that's what I basically went to learn about in school. And, you know, I, I truly loved it. And, you know, that's, sciencey part of me is still in me and that that stuff still is interesting to me but once I was actually working in that occupation as a strength coach I realized I it wasn't I wasn't passionate about it or as passionate about it as I thought I would be and it didn't bring me the fulfillment and happiness I thought it would mm -hmm. um so about nine months into working at that gym I came to the decision that I was going to leave it in order to start pursuing my true aspirations, which was to be a speaker and to help people with their mindset and their self-esteem and emotional intelligence and everything. Um, and the way I started thinking about wanting to become a speaker was I actually was after I went through my own difficult experience with having to go to therapy my little sister about a year or so later ended up going through a similar experience herself mm -hmm. um but hers was actually due to bullying which is interesting that that is what you talk about on your podcast and so what happened she was getting bullied really severely at school and this kid was being just like very mean to her and had even gotten to the point where he was telling her to kill herself. And so, yeah, my sister went through uh, a very difficult depression. And so she ended up going to see the same therapist I saw. And it was during that time that I, since I had gone through a similar experience myself, I, I hadn't experienced really depression. Um, but since, from what I had learned, I made it 
a point to be there for her and to just know that I was there for her support. Right. And did my best to talk to her and just be there for her during that time. Mm. And thankfully after, I don't know how many months she got a lot better and she was over the, the darkest point of her depression and she was in a much better place. And I remember one time we were in my brother's room and I told her, I was like, you know what? Like, I feel like this would be something I'd like, like to be like a speaker on and like talk about this kind of stuff with like your self-esteem and the way you think about yourself and that kind of thing. Right. Because I had helped her through it herself. And she was like, she was like, yeah, I think, you know, you'd be really good at it. And that was kind of like a really cool thing for me, especially because uh, after she had gone through that, the rough part of her depression, she told me that I was actually one of the people who helped her through that time the most. And yeah, when she told it. me that, <laughs> when she told me that it, um, it really, you know, made me feel just like an indescribable feeling of like, wow, like the fact that I was able to help her when she was struggling so much just made me feel so good. And like, I wanted to be able to do that for more people. And yeah, that's this why is what I need to do. Yeah. And that's why I, I chose to, you know, just start going after speaking and, you know, doing this kind of coaching for people because not only did I get to help her through her own difficult patch, but also just from the things I've learned and grown through ever since that point, my life has just completely changed and my entire person and personality has changed or I've become just more of myself. Right. And grown into your true self, who you're supposed to be. Exactly. And just going through that and seeing how much happier I've been, I've become and how much more grateful I am for my life and just how much more like, what's the word I'm looking for? I just have, I guess, a, more of a zest for life and feel like I'm in such a better place. And oh yeah, so many people don't get to experience that because mm -hmm. they're so crippled by mm -hmm. all of these negative beliefs they might have about themselves or because they allow other people to dictate right. their own worth or how they see things. And it's just incredible the way your life changes when you get to this place of getting to truly know yourself and to love yourself and to value your own worth, to determine your own worth that completely changes your life and makes it so that you can literally create whatever it is you want for yourself and live life the way you want to live it without having to worry about what other people are going to think or say about you. And I, I believe that's another thing people who struggle with these issues with like self-esteem and shyness, social awkwardness is because they care too much about what people think Amen. and they're crippled. They're crippled by that fear to the point where it keeps them from being able to just be themselves. Amen. And when you're able to be yourself, that is true freedom. And yes, it is. going from being inside that box to experiencing the true freedom was such a big life change that I felt it was important for me to help other people get to experience that same life change because your life becomes so much better when you can finally get to that place. Mm -hmm. And you'll realize just how limited you are and how much joy 
and just happiness that was robbed from you because you allowed all of these other things to keep you feeling like you couldn't break past or break out of this box and like you're just not living fully and I I just feel like it's so important to help other people get to that place to know themselves so that they can then understand what gifts they may have and go pursue their own purpose and I believe that's another reason why even like adults who you know go into certain jobs become so unhappy because they just chose it because they felt it was what was possible for them and not so much because it was what their heart desired right I feel like if you change into valuing more about what makes you happy and knowing yourself fully and loving yourself enough to go after what it is you truly want for yourself your entire life is just in a much better place and you love yourself that much more and you love your life that much more gotcha man man a lot to unpack there gosh yes (laughs) holy man that's quite an experience going from you know those traumatic experiences to having the I don't know, re- having that self-realization within yourself that you realize mm-hmm. something's up and I need to work on myself. And then the work that you're able to do within yourself to help yourself. You know, we hear this, the, the, the saying all the time, you know, hurt people, hurt people. Um, yep. And when we're hurt, we can choose to become better or we can choose to become bitter. And a lot of yeah. times those bullies, you know, they become bitter. They bring other people down right. to their level. Um, mm-hmm. But other people, people like you, people like you know us that are trying to 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 spread the message throughout the world that people are worth it to try and become Mm -hmm. better and use that past trauma to help people with their their current pain you know to if our previous pain can help with someone else's current healing that's going to make a world of difference so power to you to keep on going with that um so my whole mission the point of this show is to help people who've experienced bullying and unkindness to rise back and you know live in a world where kindness is king and there are so many kids who just lose all of their confidence because of bullying kind of like your sister you know and so what are some just simple key things we can all do to boost our confidence to not be so shy like just what what are some of those key things that we can do I would say definitely the first one, which was one of the key things that I believe really helped me gain more confidence in myself was to start doing affirmations. Mm. And yes, so for anyone who doesn't know what affirmations are, they're basically uplifting and positive statements you say to yourself about yourself. And the way that they're going to work most effectively for you is if you say them to yourself every day in the mirror and oh, yeah. Yes. Talk to yourself, people. We're saying talk to yourself. It's okay. Yes. Yes. Talk to yourself as if you were talking to a loved one. And you know, I, there, because if you really think about it, would you talk to another person the way you talk down to yourself? You know, those thoughts you might have running through your head where you're right. calling yourself negative things would you say that to other people no so no of course not who of would... course not yeah <laughs> so if you're not going to talk like that to other people then why are you talking like that to yourself and one way you can start learning how to change that and how to make yourself talk more positive is by doing these affirmations and 
something I've learned is that our mind also learns by repetition. And so yes. the more you do it, the more it's going to become ingrained in your mind and the easier it is for you, it's going to be for you to start seeing yourself in a more positive light. Yeah, to start believing and, those things. Because when you first yes. start doing affirmations, you don't believe them. No. You're like, this is stupid. You're like, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. I'm strong, I'm loved, I'm cool. Okay, bye. Like, this is dumb. Yeah. But the more you say it, like, you're, you're, you're going to start believing it eventually. For sure, yes. And the, the thing you have to do is you have to say it like you mean it. Even yes. if, you know, you don't, you aren't fully sure, just like act like it is true. And if, you know, you can't even feel like you can say it to yourself like that, then whatever it is you believe in, you know, act as if God or, you know, the universe, whatever you believe in is speaking to you with mm -hmm. those words. I like that. Because, yeah, because of course, God loves us all and he wants us to love ourselves the way he loves us. So if you can't do it for yourself, coming from yourself, come do it as if it's coming from God. And doing that over time will help you start feeling so much better about yourself. And I believe it's one of the key things I did that helped me really start learning to love myself. And mm -hmm. I still do affirmations for myself to this day, probably not as consistently anymore, just because I've gotten to the place where I don't feel I, I need it to much, right? make myself yeah, feel that way because I already know I love myself and right. I've gotten to such a better place. But they always, when I do do them, they always make me feel amazing and they literally lift you up. So right. that is one thing I would definitely recommend for increasing confidence. I love that. Cause honestly, okay, guys, it is impossible, absolutely impossible for you to receive love from someone else. If you do not love yourself, yes, and sir. that is the first step and leading a happy life is learning to mm -hmm. love yourself. And yes. so if you, even if you have to look in the mirror and talk to yourself like some crazy cat person, you go do that because those affirmations that just that repetitiveness of positivity coming to you from you is going to make a huge difference. I love that. Ah, uh, cause, mm -hmm. cause so many people they're like, how's this going to change? And it's like, it's got to start within you first. Mm -hmm. You gotta start loving yourself first. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, there's just there's just so many kids. You know, they struggle with bullying or social awkwardness, and they get mm -hmm. they get trapped in that box. Yeah. Um, and so like, you know, breaking out of that box, you know, you know those positive affirmations, practicing like you talked about to get out of that box. Um, yeah, man. So if there was a kid that came up to you right now. Because you've spoken to a few schools. I've seen. I, I've stalked your page. I see you. Um, <laughs> uh, but if a kid came up to you right now, kind of like your sister, and was like, I don't know what to do. I've got no self-confidence anymore. Like, because of what some other people said, I believe them. And I think I'm garbage. Mm -hmm. Like, what would you say to them? I would start out by letting them know that whatever anybody says even if it's directed to you, it's a reflection of themselves. Mm. Whatever we speak is what our beliefs are within ourselves. That's true. Mm -hmm. And oh so gosh. if people are coming at you and telling you ugly things, you have to realize that 
it's not about you, even though it's directed to you, yep. directed at you. It's because they are struggling so much within themselves and have so much hurt within themselves that they don't know how else to deal with it or console themselves. So what they do is they go and lash out at other people yep. because it's what falsely makes them feel better. Yeah. But they realize that it really doesn't make them feel better. That's why they keep doing it and keep lashing out at different people. Yeah. So I would, you know, start out by telling, telling them that like, don't, the only way someone can hurt you is if you let them. And if they are coming at you with negativity, it's because they're struggling so much on their own. And the way you can combat that yourself is to start working on loving yourself and building your own self-esteem. Because when you get to that place where you can have a good self-esteem and validate your own self-worth, you will realize that other people's opinions don't matter and Amen. will have no weight on you unless you give it to them. Yeah, because we, we can't control the actions of other people. And exactly. like, why, why focus on something that we have no control over? Mm -hmm. And like, if we're not worrying about what we can't control, we're just taking the weight of the world off of our shoulders. So right. I absolutely love that. And especially telling them, like, like, like you said, it's not about you. It's about them. Like mm -hmm. those people that are going out to hurt you, they are hurt. <laughs> they they mm -hmm. are more insecure than you can even imagine. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I love it. Cause I hadn't really thought about that before. I mean, I have, but at the same time I hadn't like, mm -hmm. wow, man, I love that. Well, Erica, there you go. So where can people find you? Shameless plug time. Come on, let us know. <laughs> um, so I'm on Instagram at Erica Valle 2. So at E-R-I-K-A-V-A-L-L-E 2. Um, you can reach me there easily. That's probably the best place. If you ever want to DM me and ask me any questions, I check my DMs every day and will always respond. Um, and I post on there most consistently. Um, I also have a podcast that I post on once a week and that is called grow yourself podcast and it's mm -hmm. on all major platforms. And a lot of my episodes have to do with self-esteem and self-worth and helping yourself out with this kind of thing. Um, so if you need help with that kind of thing, definitely go check out the podcast. I have a good amount of episodes that I'm sure can help you in some way. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so I would say those are my main my main channels. I I am also on TikTok, but I am still working at that. Still pretty small. So That's okay. if you're on TikTok and you like TikTok, um, you can find <laughs> me at Erica <laughs> So same spelling. Awesome, awesome. Well, there you go. Go follow Erica on Instagram. Check out her podcast. Follow her on TikTok if you're there, but delete TikTok first because it's garbage. Um, sorry, no. <laughs> um, the kids get bullied a lot on TikTok. Um, but no, yeah, go follow her on Instagram. Go listen to her podcast. Check out her website. That's all going to be in the show description. Um, and also go follow me at bulliesb.gon on Instagram for your daily dose of positivity. And always remember, you are wonderful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. And we will see you on the next one.